Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I Love a Mystery A Carlton E. Morse audio novel Featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure. Now following the northwest trail of a missing millionaire, a killer cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy, introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. Five o'clock in the evening in a Seattle hotel somewhere on the edge of Lake Union. The three comrades, Jack, Doc, and Reggie, are at the jumping-off place in their new adventure. The new adventure consisting of a manhunt with a million dollars at stake. They have been assigned by a big insurance company to bring back alive Alexander Archer, declared legally dead by order of the court. The court says he's dead. The insurance company says he's alive, and the three comrades have been assigned to the task of proving the insurance company right. The trio arrived in Seattle an hour ago by Stratoliner and registered at their hotel less than 20 minutes ago. Well, I'll tell you, hombres, one thing. We're working for the right people. Look at the size of this room. You could swing a hypnoceros by the tail in here. Hey, Jack, you're sure this here's a hotel we was told to come to? This is it. Well, doggone, if it's going to be like this, I hope our manhunt don't go no further than right here in Seattle. Not a chance. What you mean, not a chance? This afternoon, or tomorrow morning, we get a telegram from the insurance company in New York, and we're on our way. On our way where? Into the wilds of the Pacific Northwest. Is that all the information we got? Until the telegram arrives. I say, Doc, look here. We're right over Lake Union. We are? Well, I'll be doggone. Jack, we're on the second store right here over the lake. How about you two getting changed? Changed? Well, you can't go down to dinner here looking like that. Is the vittles we eat on the company, too? Oh, by all means, Doc. Well, son, just watch me do some expensive eating. Say, that insurance company don't care how it spends its money, does it? It'll be worth it to them if we bring Alexander Archer back alive. Yeah. Imagine them giving one man a million dollars worth of insurance money. Well, it was all right when they did it. Archer was one of the most substantial men in New York. Then last year, he lost his pants in a series of financial disasters. Yeah, I know that. And I still say a million smackers is a lot to put on one man. If I had... Hey, company, I'll get it. Oh, please, I'm sorry. Hey, don't be sorry. Come on in. How dare you? Well, doggone it. What you go rapping on people's doors for if you don't want to come in? What is it, Doc? A babe and a honey, what I mean. You're insulting. I made a mistake. Oh, no, you didn't. 
No, no. Come on in here. Help! Help! <clears throat> there. You let go of me. Look at what I got me, Jack. You fellas can fish for your own. Doc, are you crazy? Well, look at her and ask me that again. But I say, grabbing girls out of the hole? What kind of gorilla have you got here anyway? What's it all about anyway? I came to your door by mistake and this, this... Sippy cat's a good word, sugar. Doc. If you'll please open that door. Oh, no, you don't. Doc, behave yourself, will you? Quite. This is no time for romance. Romance, my grandma. This little old she-girl is carrying a shooting pistol. That's not true. Look at the shape and sag of her coat pocket and tell me if it's true or not, Jack. Why did you come to our door with a gun? I tell you, it was a mistake. You should ought to be ashamed of yourself. Nice girl like you carrying pistols and telling lies. You let me out of here. Who are you? When the management of this hotel hears about this... Never I... mind the management. Who are you? Three men kidnapping a girl. Get her, Reggie. Rachel. No, no. Let go of me. Get the gun, Doc. If you don't let me go, I'll scream. Scream and we'll gag you. Got it, son. Anything else in her pockets? No. Let me alone. Yeah, here's a handful of junk. All right. Let her go, Reggie. You'll be sorry for this. Sit down. Oh. See that she stays down, Reggie. I want to see what Doc's got here. Three great, big, brave men. Nevertheless, you heard what Jack said. Nothing but a lot of female junk. Powder puff wrapped up in a hanky, lipstick, bunch of keys, compact. Here, let me see that. Compact? Yes. Help! Help! That's it. Keep your hand over her mouth, Reggie. Quite. Now sit there and act like a lady. Find anything, Jack? Yes. Look at this. Telegram. Telegram? What's it say? From New York to Linda Joyce. It says, Packard, Long, and York arriving Seattle today. We'll register at Crawford Arms Hotel. Stop the... Signed, Nick. Well, what you know? But I say, Jack, no one was supposed to know about us arriving in Seattle. Apparently everyone knows about it. Take your hand away from her mouth. Righto. You're Linda Joyce, I suppose. Supposing I am. How did this Nick person in New York know we were arriving in Seattle? How do I know? Why does he want us stopped? Yeah, and what's he mean, stopped? When the police hear about you kidnapping and manhandling me, I think you'll be stopped plenty. This will never get to the police, and you know it. You think not? I know it won't. Who are you spotting for? I don't know what you mean. Oh, yes, you do. You came to our door to be sure we'd arrived and to get a look at us. That's not true. I think it is. I also think you felt pretty certain you'd get away with that gag about coming to the wrong door. Otherwise, you'd not be carrying this telegram around with you. Was it very smart of you, sugar? Smart, guys. Figure everything out. I say, Jack, there's one thing I don't like. What's that, Reggie? I don't like the way she's taking it. We've caught her with the goods, and yet she doesn't seem a bit worried. Yeah, what's that mean? She thinks of... There's your answer. Yeah, more the same kind of company. Reggie, keep her in that chair. Put your hand over her mouth. <laughs> Doc, get behind the door as I open it. You betcha. Yes, I'm coming. Are you ready? Here goes. Good evening, sir. What do you want? Uh, you're Mr. Packard, aren't you? Yes. Uh, may I come in for a moment? <laughs> Why not? Thank you. Okay, you're in. What do you want? So, uh, my daughter is in here. Your daughter? That's right. Uh, by the way, would you mind having that young man standing behind me remove himself? I'm doing okay, Grandpa. Yes, but it 
Makes me nervous to have someone behind me. Frisk him, Doc. You bet. Hold still, mister. Pretty desperate treatment, isn't it, gentlemen? Nothing bigger than a pocket knife on him, Jack. All right, but keep an eye on him. Now then, who are you? What's your business? I want you to release my daughter, naturally. Oh, you do? Yes, so would you mind having that young man take his hand away from my daughter's mouth? First, what's your name? I'm Richard Cooper. Cooper? This girl's name is Linda Joyce. Linda Joyce? Oh, you must be mistaken. The heck we are. What is her name, then? Laura Cooper. Please have that young man release her. All right, Reggie. Quite. Oh, thank goodness you came, Father. Laura, how many times have I told you to keep away from strange men? But it was a mistake. I came to the wrong door. I'm afraid you're a very naughty girl, Laura. That's it? You always think the worst of me? Past experience, my dear. Past experience. Now, if you gentlemen will allow me, I'll take her back to her room. I assure you she won't annoy you again. You promise that? Indeed, I do. Well, you better keep an eye on her. Doc's gone for her in a big way, and I won't be responsible. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I've had so much trouble with this girl. Come along, my dear. Yes, Father. Which one of you is Doc? That's me, Grandpa. Red hair. Laura's very fond of red hair. Women are weak, my boy. Weak. I beg you not to take advantage of her. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Well, I'll be a two-tailed hippinoceros. But I say, Jack, the telegram. That girl's more than just a flighty female. Sure. But that was a great act they put on. Kindly old father and his wayward daughter. Doggone if it wasn't. The old guy acting like he was on his last leg. I say, he did look on the trembly side. I felt sorry for him. Sorry, my eye. When I went over him looking for a gun, I felt muscles like steel. That guy could lick his weight in wildcats. But, Jack, why did you let them go? Why not? We got everything we could out of them. We can't be bothered with prisoners. Sure, we know the gang's on our trail. We know what two of them look like. Hey, who are you phoning to? Listen, and you'll find out. Hello. Uh, I want to send a wire. Ready? The Viking Insurance Company, 1440 Broadway, New York City. Who is Nick? He tipped off gang in Seattle of our presence. The fight's on. Signed, Jack Packard. Thank you. Why didn't you tell him to rush them final instructions so we can get out of here? What's the hurry? If we stick around, we may meet some more of the boys and girls. Yeah, I wonder if they got any more little old she-gals as pretty as Linda Joyce or Laura Cooper, whatever her name is. Mm, good looking, but a little bit on the scratch cat side for me. They can be anything they want to be, just as long as they're pretty. Boy, did you notice how she felt out that dress she was wearing? Doc, listen. Hey, somebody's picking our lock. Get over there by the door, Reggie. Doc, get in the bathroom. Okay, sir. Give me the gun. Okay. Catch. <laughs> hey, they've got it open. Watch. All right, stick them up, you mugs. Hello, boys. Shut the door. What can we do for you? We'll take care of that. Where's the third guy? What third guy? I got this guy covered. Sam blast that guy by the wall if he makes a move. I say, a bit drastic, don't you think? Shut up. 
Mac, look in the bathroom for that other mug. Three tough boys. Shut up. Anybody in the bathroom, Mac? I got him, Jack. Get him. Get him, Reggie. Now get to your feet. <laughs> Doggone, as pretty as you please. Uh, all right, you, stand up. Hey, Jack, now we got him. What are we going to do with him? Open the window. The window? You mean we're going to throw him out? Why not? The lake won't hurt him. Well, doggone. Hey, what do you think you're doing? Come on, help me, Doc. You're done tooting. Hey, hey, I can't swim. Out he goes. Whoopee, man, what a dive. Next. Out he goes. Whee! Yeah. Is the man in the bathroom unconscious? Out like a light. All right, throw him out in the hall. He might drop. Who is it? Hurry, hurry. Let me in quick. What do you want? They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Featuring Les Tremaine as Jack Packard and Tony Clay as Doc Long. With Frank Brzee as Reggie York. Others in the cast included Jack Lester as Mr. Cooper, Corey Seaton as Laura, your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.